Hey folks, welcome to the House of Kraus. I'm Richard Kraus. I met some very interesting people at the most recent Toronto International Film Festival, and I'll introduce you to them in just a second. First of all, though, I want to paint a picture for you. Imagine seeing a movie in a theater for the first time. Now imagine that the first movie you ever see on a big screen is the story of your life. That's what happened to Fiona Matuzzi. Fiona Matuzzi is a Ugandan woman. She's about 20 years old now. When she was young, she was very poor. She was illiterate, but she had a knack for playing chess that was recognized by a mentor named Robert Katende. He taught her how to play chess and then guided her from local tournaments all the way up to the World Chess Olympiad. And that game and her ability at that game has not only changed her life, but it's changed the life of her family. It has to some degree changed the life of a lot of people that have come in contact with her. And now it's the subject of a big movie called The Queen of Cotway. Now, I sat down with David Oyelowo, who plays Robert Katende in the film. We talked about working with these young, inexperienced actors, and he had some really lovely things to say about them and told me that working with those actors actually made him a better actor. Here's that story. Well, it's interesting. I just came from speaking with Fiona, mm-hmm. and it was a round table, and someone said at this round table, uh, when's the first time that you, now that you're the subject of a movie, what was the first movie that you ever saw? And she said, well, we don't have movie theaters, and you can't, I've never been to a movie. I was, this is the first movie I've ever seen in a theater. Right. Kind of blew my mind a little yeah. bit. Yeah. Tell me a little bit then about shooting there, given that there's no movie theaters and that perhaps movie culture isn't something that is ingrained in the people of Kampala and Uganda as mm. it is in us, what it was like shooting there and the reaction from the people. Well, you know, it's funny because uh, I think the first movie ever shot there was one that Mira made, uh, Mississippi Masala, and that was in the early 80s. The second film that was ever shot there was The Last King of Scotland, which I shot there about 10 10 to 12 years ago, and this is probably the third major movie shot there. Um, And so that's not a lot of movies over like a nearly the 30 year period. Um, uh, but it actually was a wonderful thing for the film. The reason I say that is uh, the kids in the film. When, you, when you're doing a film with kids, a lot of the time they're child actors and so therefore there, there can be something a little bit affected right. by them. It's really hard to find a kid who's a genuine kid playing that Truthfully, who's not precious? Yes, yeah. who's not precious? Who hasn't been coached, you know, innumerably by their parents and all that kind of stuff? Because the kids in this film were not necessarily connecting what we were doing in shooting the film with what they had seen before, because they hadn't seen a movie uh, on a movie theater before, it meant that there was something really unaffected, something really free, something genuine uh, about about their performances, and I found that I was learning so much. I was sort of getting a, a refresher course in how to be 
truthful in front of the camera because inevitably after you've done quite a few movies you you start adopting a house style you start you know knowing too much in a sense because life you and I talking now we are not reacting in a way we would if a camera was suddenly in the room um, and so uh, even though it's it's kind of a mind-blowing thing that they haven't seen a movie because we in the West take it very much for granted um, it, it actually lends a very specific quality uh, to the film itself. Well, I was just so taken, I mean, what does it do to your head that the first movie you ever see in a theater is about your life? I know, I know. It's crazy. I actually took a bunch of the kids to see Jurassic World while we were doing the film. And Medina, who plays Fiona, was sat next to me and she was clutching me the whole time, terrified uh, by the movie. And, and, I, and I asked her, I said, you know, oh, 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 no, actually, she turned to me and said, is this what we are doing? <laughs> and I said, have you ever seen a film before? She said, no. It was the first time, we were halfway through shooting uh, a film in which she's playing the lead. In, 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 the, in, in virtually every frame, probably, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And the second time she had ever seen a movie was here in front of 2,600 people with her playing the lead in a Disney movie. So, you know, that, again, completely mind-blowing, in a sense, reflecting almost the story we're telling um, in terms of this, uh, this young, young chess player who goes on to become a champion. We now have this, this young dancer who's now, you know, the, the lead in a movie. Uh, at the Trump's second biggest film festival in the world. In the yeah. world, yeah. you know, yeah. it's crazy. It is crazy, it yeah. is crazy. Um, when you were shooting the film, uh, Mira Nair lives there, mm. and she, the movie is so vibrant, mm -hmm. the culture is so vibrant, and I liked that it is very specifically set where it's set in Kampala, but it's very universal in its themes. Yes. And, but, it, but it wouldn't have worked if the setting wasn't as vibrant, if it felt like we were just trying to make it anywhere Africa or anywhere, you know, it, it, it's very specific. Um, is what you witnessed while being there what we see on the screen? Absolutely what we witnessed uh, while we were there is what is on the screen and not least because the film is directed by someone who has lived there for 27 years, someone who it was very important to her that the reality of that place be seen and the specific and unique cultural um, uh, hue that is Ugandan people and how they deal with adversity. Very different than we with all our amenities and our materialistic, you know. They somehow have tapped into this joy that really belies the environment and the circumstances they, they live under. And that's why the film, I think, feels very specific because it's, it's, it's not necessarily what you tend to see yeah. uh, in terms of African films. Again, that's a perspective issue. They're often made by people who are from outside yeah. as opposed to from within. Um, but also what I love about the film is that, you know, unfortunately, a lot of people can treat Africa like a country as opposed to a continent. Right. And this is not only specific to Uganda, but specific to Katwe, Uganda, right. that slum 
in in Uganda that that, that is that is Cartway, uh, the market, the, the the church we shoot in. I mean that church that where my character gets to teach them chess is actually where those events took place. You know, so not only are you dealing with specificity but complete authenticity because a lot of the people in the film are from the place as well. And you may not know what is uh, uniquely specific to that place while you're watching the film, but you can feel yeah. the authenticity because it's actually the small things that make something specific. It's those little idiosyncrasies that are in the movie that make you go, I think that's actually what that place is like because you can't make that up. No, yeah, it you felt it, it felt it to me. It felt vibrant. It's, it's yeah. the word that uh, is probably simple, but it just feels vibrant. It feels yeah. vibrantly alive. Yeah. And on the back of your van in the film, mm. and this relates to something you just said, how the Ugandan people and specifically the people of, of Kampala have, have learned to deal with this adversity. Uh, on the back of the van, it says, challenges are not a curse. Yes. And yes. Uh, that was a, it, it's, it flashes by on the screen. Yeah. But I thought, wow, that's an important. That's an important part of this. Absolutely. Those kind of sayings are everywhere. Are I mean, they? you know, the, yeah. yeah, oh, everywhere, on buses, on buildings, you know, and they live by it. And you could almost, you know, challenges are not a curse. The next line is challenges are an opportunity. Right. You know, that's that's what they also live by as well. And, and, and opportunities are scant, but it's believed in. And it takes people like uh, Robert, who there are, you, you know, a few of there, who will not only just have it as a saying, but will live it out as a philosophy. And that's what uh, these, these children are benefiting from, and certainly in terms of their interaction with him. Hard to know, the movie hasn't come out yet, but the people there must know what's happening with it. It's yes. done, it exists, it's yes. in the world. Um, I, I wonder what the next steps will be. Do, what do you think will happen? Is it Will it lead to funding for Robert Schools? Will it lead to... Yeah, that's already, be, that's already begun. I mean, I think he's, they're, they're in the process of building a new chess academy uh, for, for the kids. Um, and, you know, one of the biggest things I think is going to happen is, look, as, you know, as I said, the last film I did there and the last major film that was seen in the West was The Last King of Scotland. Yeah, and, yeah and, and, and most people associate that country, unfortunately, with Idi Amin. He's as, probably the most famous Ugandan, though. When I was growing up, Idi Amin was a name that you saw in the news right. for a certain period of time every day. Right, you know? right. And as accurate as, that, as, as that, that is, as great as that film was, it's in a way, an unfair um, perception for that country to have, you know, uh, because that is by no means, of course, the entirety of what that country is. And so, you know, one of the byproducts I hope uh, from this film is that the perception of what Uganda is, who is there, and, and what it represents will change. Uh, that it'll be more associated with this vibrancy uh, that, that you, you talk of, this lust for life, these uh, people who, in the face of adversity, have very real hope and, and a country out of which you know a young girl like Fiona Mutesi can become a, a, a chess champion that is one of the things I hope will be a byproduct of the film another byproduct of the film possibly maybe is that uh, this is a major release by a big studio Disney mm -hmm. and it's it features people of color mm. in every from the ground up, absolutely. And direct behind a woman director of yeah. color behind. This yeah. is a big thing. 
Yeah. This is a big significant thing. It, it, it's, it's, you know, I, 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 this word diversity really sticks in my throat because I think it's been talked to death, but this film is indicative of what that is in its purest sense right. and what the byproduct, as you say, is. It's about perspective. You know, this woman directing this film is why the protagonist is a girl as yeah. opposed to my character. Right, if it was right, a man, right, right. Yeah. it would be the coach who right. goes in and helps these kids. Yeah, and right. one of them haps, happens to be called Fiona, who maybe becomes a champion. That's but right. he's the one driving the narrative forward. And that mostly is, is a byproduct of men yeah. directing those films because, you know, we play, we're the centers of our own lives. And we do that with the movies we make because it's from our perspective. And because she's a woman of color as well, Mira, you know, she, there's, there is no savior character who yeah. comes in from without. Yeah, yeah. It is all, she's drawn to a story that is about uh, how, the, the, uh, the, the self-possession of within. And that started with Tendo Nagenda, who was an executive at Disney of Ugandan parentage, who walked this project up and down the halls in Disney and wanted to see it get made. Yeah. And, and so from, from not only in front of the camera, but as you say, behind the camera, all the people who have been uh, the major um, godparents to the film have been people who not only want to see this kind of film made, but they want to see themselves right. in a narrative coming out of a, stu a, 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 a studio like Disney. And that's why this film exists. Interesting. I, I spoke with Antoine Fuqua the other day. He's directed The Magnificent Seven. Yes. Um, stars Denzel Washington, stars... Uh, a Native American actor, stars a South Korean actor. There's a, right. a, a again, we saw, we talked about diversity. Interesting thing he did in that movie is make no reference to it. There was right. never a reference in that film right. uh, to any of the race of any of the characters. And he says, now the studios made this. It's a Sony uh, MGM production. So right. there's two studios, you know, banged together now. Right. Uh, but he said, now that we've done that, this is what Westerns look like now. Mm. I, I think. Around this issue, the thing that's going to make the change is being intentional. You, you cannot expect it to just happen yeah, over yeah. time because, unfortunately, there is still a disproportionate amount of people in the decision-making roles who are perpetuating right. um, a narrative that we've seen play out time and again. Unless you have someone like Antoine doing, you know, we are doing this. Unless you have Mira going, we are doing this. Unless Tender says, we are doing this. Unless someone like me goes, you know, I am going to make sure I champion and work with as many female directors as possible because I can only take care of my portion of this yeah, yeah. but you have to be intentional and that's the only way because what happens is we have a flurry of these films everyone pats themselves on the back apathy sets in and then we have another slump and we're all there going oh what happened I think you know, we did it yeah oh, exactly no. oh no yeah. because the decision makers are still in place it, it's gonna take time and intentionality to make the true change over time uh, I remember meeting you at a screening of Selma here in Toronto at the Tiff Bell Lightbox. Right. And uh, we briefly backstage and then we went to the audience. And as you came out to speak after the film, no one knew that you were English. And oh, I yes. just remember that moment. It was right. such a great moment in the audience when you right. came out and you're like, hello everyone. And everyone right. went, what? <laughs> we just listened for, you know, yeah. it, was a, it was a very fun moment. Yes. Yeah, very cool. Moment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, you know, I love, 
playing people who are not me. You know, yeah. that, that to me is what acting actually is. And, I, and, and it scares me because you go, oh gosh, this is the one where I get found out. But, uh, <laughs> but you know, it makes you work all the harder. Uh, and that's what I really aspire to do. You know, my favorite actor of all time is Daniel Day-Lewis. And, and you just don't know what he's going to do next. And it's always completely grounded, rooted, authentic, believable. And, uh, you know, he to me is the standard and that's the, the, that's what I look for. So, you know, a reaction like that on a night like that is, is kind of the best compliment you can that get. That was a great night. That's David O. Yellowo talking about making Queen of Cotway. You know him from Selma. We just talked about that. But also Rise of the Planet of the Apes, uh, The Butler, uh, Lincoln, Middle of Nowhere. Lots of great movies. Uh, interesting conversationalist and a really good actor. Even though he is the star of the film, the movie does not focus on his character. Although it's a very important character to the movie, Robert Contende is not the focus of the story. Fiona is. Why, you ask? Well, that's because that's the way director Mira Nair wanted it to be. Let's hear her tell the story. This movie is very special in a lot of ways. And I think one of the ways, though, uh, is that it is top to bottom, uh, a diverse cast, people of color, including a woman behind the camera directing the film. And I think that's one of the things that, that I think people will be talking about. Mm -hmm. And it's one of the ways that points the direction towards the future <laughs> a little bit. <laughs> Between your lips and Madison's ears, darling. <laughs> I just think it, it, was, it was refreshing to see that there was no white savior that came in. Absolutely. It was refreshing to see that uh, Fiona is the main character, not Robert. Exactly. Because uh, if I had directed this movie, probably yes. Robert yes. would have been the main yes. character as the man, the mentor, yes. the coach. You know? yes. And so uh, I think that's... Actually, in one of the early meetings, and you know, I have to say, uh, wonderful executive said to me I I was uh, I was at a dinner here last night he said and uh, I told them what I was doing and told them this is a story of a man you know who goes into a slum and who finds a bunch of children and and realizes that he's got to teach them chess and finds this girl so I said to him you know I have another story uh, the story of a girl who <laughs> who is incredibly curious why her uh, brother's uh, stomach is full every night and, you know, decides to chase back where he goes and finds that he's given porridge to play chess. And so she begins to play. And he laughed. And, and you know, <laughs> we quickly came on the same thing. You quickly Very much. I must say to you this, that, uh, you know, Disney didn't just respect the Maverick, but they actually embraced... Uh, really embraced me. Well, it, it feels like it because there are areas in which it feels like a Disney film. Mm -hmm. It's inspirational. Yes. It's got the root of it, the philosophy. The root of it, the philosophy, yeah. all that stuff yeah. feels like a Disney movie. But then in other ways, it, it doesn't feel so much like a Disney movie. It feels like world cinema. It feels like something that. It is. That it, well, it is. I mean, that's because it is, I guess. It is. I, and I guess maybe what's conf not confusing me, but why I said that is because it's at the beginning of the movie, the Disney credits roll. Yes. And but, we're not used to seeing... But Disney credits with a great Ugandan song right. on them, you That's know, right. uh, which is another thing that they just let me do what I wanted to do, which is that it's it, it established the point of view being 
from the place yes. of Katwe. Yeah. And it's such a joy for me, honestly, Richard, you know, for to 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 have to make a film in my home. Mm-hmm. You know, to know these places, to love the style, to know the vibrancy, to know the slang, the humor, the sass. This, that, yeah. this thing where they snap yes. their hands like Everyone that. goes yeah. out of the theater trying to do it. Yeah, I know. You know, know. because it's about the sass of it. You yeah. know, it's like I'm not going to sit around feeling sorry for myself. You yeah. know, I have half an inch of water in my basin, but I'm going to wash my hair. Mm-hmm. You know, that kind of spirit is really how it is to live there. Uh, yeah. Well, I, I, and I, to capture I, it was a real joy. Well, I enjoyed that all the way through the film, but most notably on the back of the van, we see yeah. uh, slogans like yes. "challenges are not a curse." Yes, and, that's and Ugandan signs. I've been photographing them for all my for three decades. Well, David Oyelowo told me that he said everywhere you go, you it's see something Homilies. like that. that, that Life are, is what you make it. Yeah, inspirational. Yeah. We messages. didn't paint that stuff. That was there. Really? I swear to goodness, you know that is how that is how it's lived. You know, yeah. uh, challenges are not a curse. You know, uh, you know I love it. It signs are everywhere. You know, there'll be a shack, a tailor uh, on in a container. You know, right. like containers are made into shops yeah, and yeah. Uh, Harrods, the best with the difference. You know, <laughs> or or you know in my you know in my own way limited. And every car wash is called Obama now. You know, Obama's yeah. car. You know, everything is signs, and yeah. and it's a very you know. Uh, the, the biggest nursery school down my block is called Brilliant Chicks. Really? Yeah. <laughs> really. And it's a huge sign. Well, Brilliant Chicks. I mean, well, again, you know, it's it, it, it's funny, but it shows a, a, a lust for life, a yeah. zest for yes. for making something probably mostly out of nothing. Absolutely, yeah. which is my sort of mantra. What really uh, excites me is people and ideas that make something out of nothing. You know, Monsoon Wedding was born like that, you know, just like that. You know, I just like, let's prove it that we don't need, you know, men in suits. We don't need millions of dollars to really tell a well-crafted, you know, tale uh, that could become universal. Well, that was the first time I met you was around that movie here. Yes, Uh, on that fateful day. When was that? 9-11. Was it? 9-11, we met. Because wow. you guys had the press screening in the yeah. morning of yeah. 9-11 and yeah. everyone, they told me, they, they just came out dancing out of the press, stuck yeah. out of the screening I and the world had changed. Yeah. Yeah. And they played Monsoon Wedding again and again, yeah. you know, in the gala. Yeah. But anyway. I, I remember so well loving that movie and loving the spirit of yes. it and loving, you know, all that and, and, and thinking not so much that it felt different, but that it felt fun and it felt yes. like what going to the movies was supposed yes. to make you feel. Yes, yeah. And how many times have we seen Africa, any mm-hmm. part of it, as not, always suffering and despair? Well, and and or this is Nigerian gangster movies or, or something like or that, anything. which are all the, you know. Or bestiality of some mm-hmm. sort. I mean, no one has ever, you know, shined a light on the everyday dignity yeah. and the abject struggle, but the what we call lifeist quality, you know, let's embrace the life, you know, if stomach is a little hungry, but the music is on, you know, it it is like that, it is not some invention of it, you know, so my, for me, the authenticity was my treasure, Mm -hmm. and knowing it from within, you know, being, being able to know it as well, so be irreverent with it, that is also key, you know. Well, how mind-blowing is it? I just spoke with Fiona, and uh, she said, or well, she tells me, they don't really have movie theaters in Uganda, Not, so the first movie she saw in a years. movie theater yeah. was this movie, Last Night. Is so, that right? Yeah. Apparently so. 
Apparently, the first movie that she ever saw in a proper movie theater was the story of her life put oh up on God, the big that's screen. That's extraordinary. I thought she went to see Reluctant Fundamentalist when it opened. My film was in the theaters there. But anyway, she's probably right. Yeah. Because, you know, we have video shacks right. for the longest of times. Um, but until five years ago, the movies, that malls began. Right. But, you know, the price of a ticket it, is almost $10. Yeah, which prices it you out, know, of, out, that, out I mean, of that's everyone's what some people reach. make in a month yeah, or yeah. so, maybe. Right? Uh, uh, yeah. yeah, and now actually my film school, Maisha, is just doing a big program of taking a thousand school kids to the theaters to see okay. Queen of Cutway. Uh, wow. uh, yeah, so because it is true that a kid like Fiona would not go choose to spend that kind of money to right. go to the theater. You'd see a pirated video, DVD in a shack somewhere. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, interesting. And, and I, I wonder what that does to you, you know, in terms of, like, what's going through her mind now? What is, you know, what, what will her life be after this? She wants well, to be a lawyer to help the kids in the, in the slums, she told me. Uh-huh. Um, uh, well, currently we are both of us are preparing. She and I are preparing her college application. Is that right? Yes, yeah, yeah. absolutely, absolutely. So you have become close. Very I mean, th close. This isn't a, a question. I mean, you live there. That's, yeah. It's not a question where you swoop in, make a movie, and then. No, not at know. all, and not at all. I mean, Fiona uh, every weekend is with me. We are now really doing that bloody dossier for college, you know, <laughs> uh, and. Uh, and so are the kids, so are Medina and Brian. They all live around, you know, everything is pretty local in that yeah. sense. And so, um, and Disney, we've worked with Disney to create an education fund for all the pioneers. Right. So we are really quite directly overseeing the education trajectory for Medina, all Brian, all of them are through university. Which will change the, yes. their lives and yes. the lives of their yeah. families and, that's and the generation key. beyond, right? And that's and and that's anyway inherent in the fabric of Ugandan societies to get to school, right. you know, really. But school fees is the elusive thing. Well, right, and yeah. and I think the movie suggests that acceptance is yeah. also elusive. I mean, you have yeah. the King's College, yes, uh, and the the dean is like, no, yes, yes. we don't want these yes. smelly kids yeah. in here. Exactly. We can't, and so that. The, the, the I guess a class system, a yes. caste system, probably is is very much. It's just like too. any other society, my it dear. Is. It's yeah, like you know yeah. the elite and the have-nots. It's yeah. just like that, and it's the entitlement, you know, yeah. and the and the kid from the from the street, yeah. you know, uh, and that's what I loved showing, you know, because again, you wouldn't know that. Yeah. You would never see that. Yeah. You would never see a school like Hogwarts, you know, yeah. but a pouring out with black kids, you know, right. in, in blazers and ties. Right. You'd never see that. Yeah. And it's exactly that, you know. Uh, but uh, for me, that's one of my favorite sequences, that going to Budo, you know, and that, that, that joy they have to even be in a vehicle. For some of those yeah. kids, as they call it, a car, you know, yeah. to be in a vehicle, you know, to go on a trip, even if it's just like one hour away, it's un unknown. Well, I mean, probably some of those kids would never even go an hour away. No, I mean, that's what I'm saying. They know, would never go. I, I grew up in Canada, but yeah. in a remote, but like the, yes. my, when I was born yeah. in east, way east and yeah. remote. And there were people from my town who had never been 100 miles out of that town. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, isn't it something like 67% of Americans don't have passports? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I, you, you can't imagine, right? Yeah, yeah. It's, that's, yeah. that's the reality. People yeah. don't leave their little, you know, 
place. And uh, well, when Fiona sees snow for the first time, it's quite lovely too. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I've seen that here when we have people. You know, someone. I, I, there was a group of Australians through a while ago, and uh, we started a snowball fight because they had just never like the idea of really? that was boring to them completely. <laughs> so yeah, the first time they'd seen snow, we pelted them with snowballs. <laughs> <laughs> it's amazing the elements just. Encountering the elements like that, you know, it's just dazzling when you haven't done it. Yeah. So, this movie is a message movie on some levels. Mm -hmm. You know, the messages are, you can do anything. There's lots yeah, of messages yeah. in here. But but what do you want people to step away from? Because the movie is bigger than just a, yes. you know, a, a, a pick me up or a feel good Thank thing. There's more that, than because that. Because it is much more than that. I mean, I want them to be transported by a world that they have never seen yet in its principles it's resolutely familiar you right. know like a child's desire to dream yeah. you know and how do you achieve that you know can it happen right. you know when you come from a place like that um, but but to you know like like Fiona when she used to teach me chess she would laugh because I would play recklessly and she would say Mira <laughs> you must consider the other side of the board right. and that's what the Queen of Katwe the film does is uh, tells asks the world consider the other side of the board right. or the other side of the world the, the the world that you thought was a dark continent of yeah. no one like you yeah. is actually uh, you know a place of great dignity and joy and uh, I think lessons for mm -hmm. us all you know but I hope not in the homework fashion because there's so much life there's so much sass there's so much music I mean we have the cutting-edge African pop soundtrack uh, yeah. ever you know yeah so it's 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 I hope a uh, a journey, you know, that you come on. And you it's not a lecture. So, yeah. you know, and it doesn't feel like a yeah. lecture. It yeah. doesn't feel like yeah. a lecture. Uh, but there are definitely, if you think about it, it's yes. got layers that, yes. that maybe at first aren't immediately apparent. Mm -hmm. yeah. mm -hmm. um, you have, so is it a film school? That you yes. Have? So you have a film school in a place where people don't really have access to movies. So they do, I suppose. Well, they but, do. But what, what is the, what's the, the end game of your, of your school? No, we, the end game is to create directors and now we've already created 28 feature film directors wow. over the last 12 years. Yeah. And uh, they make their movies. Movies are made now and much more sophisticatedly than before. Right. Uh, but they are often distributed currently on DVD, on right. other kind of more ground, grassroots yeah, sort yeah. of uh, distribution. Yeah. Uh, but now cinemas are are proliferating right. um, but normally uh, and, and the goal is to really make make the local fare you know strong enough to mm -hmm. be in the cinemas right. uh, and become you know commercially seen yeah well we're still fighting that battle here yes. in Canada so yeah, I mean I know. you know we being next door to the United States has not helped our yes. uh, film yeah, business at all I know. yeah I yeah know. Interesting, but, though. It's interesting this, to see it start, though, right? Yes. This, this oh, is the it's more than it, start. Right? Yeah. It's really flourishing, yeah. and uh, and uh, it's, you know, and if we don't tell our stories, no one else will tell them. That's the mantra, you know. Yeah, yeah. But Queen of Katwe, you know, again, being a Hollywood-supported thing, mm -hmm. but still of the place, very much from the place. I mean, it's a hundred Ugandan actors in this film, yeah, yeah. many of them who've never seen a camera before. Yeah. Um, uh, it's, it's really a portrait of ourselves, you know? So it's going to make a sea change, you know, in terms of people realizing that, you know, we matter, you know, we can, our stories can put bums on seats. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Pardon my expression. Yeah.
That's Mira Nair talking about Queen of Cotway. You know what? Why don't you go catch it now in the theater? Because you can't hang around here any longer. The House of Krauss is closed for the week. We'll be back next Monday with a whole new show and lots of other engaging conversations. But right now, it's time for you guys to move along. Be sure to come back next week, though. You never know who's going to stop by for a visit. And who knows? It might be one of your favorite people.